So there was nothing. I went far, right? I had something. You get this far, and it's actually this far, and it just drives you. Hey, come on, come on down. We're going to start soon. Let's go. Let's have the, uh, the appropriate reverence for the message. <laughs> Everyone bow down first, slowly come in. Drop your little gifts here. Drop your gifts. No, no, just the gifts. No, no. The gifts, all right. Prostation. There you go. That's Ah. You know, we were just doing a talk <clears throat> at this other event. And then coming here, it's sort of like the other event, they never heard the song Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> and you're trying to explain. And in the beginning, it's slow. And you're trying to talk about this great crescendo, but it's just pretty slow for a while. <laughs> da, 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 and they're like, wow, they can't imagine it. But then when you come back here, hopefully everyone has heard the message. And therefore, it's easy just to, uh, yeah. All you need to do is play a few first notes and everyone, oh, <laughs> the greatest song of all time. <laughs> so there, it's more of an assault. Yeah. Don't leave anyone alive. <laughs> Bitch slap and go off. Cool, 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 cool. And they love it. They love it. <laughs> More. Yeah, that's... So, but now here, this is just a walk in the park. Yes. <laughs> the coconut has hit everyone's head. They realized they're never going to realize. Yeah. Because you already realized. Yes. Why do you want to redo something that's already in place? Yeah. You don't need tons of realizations. All you need is what's always realized. Yeah. Yeah. Then realizations can come and go like everything else. You won't get flipped out, but just get the the realization of it's always realized is pretty good. Yeah. So we just did this. Got We had a different stage, you know, because I had to have more different shirt because there were new people look a little better, you know, worked on the hair, had a virtual background like you know, a, a triple waterfall, a triple waterfall. Yeah. Where was like this? Uh, and now here we are. Where was this Zen bitch slap. Yeah, now you see. There's nothing here. This is like a remnant of a men's group right now. Yes. All you do is change the location of the meeting and people are lost. It's amazing. And then we assume when we sit down, we're going to, you know, we're going to be able to understand the, the relics of history. And yet we can't remember where's the meeting this week. Is it what? One or two o'clock? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. All right, Mike, you want to start? Yeah. We just wanted to stabilize. I'll stabilize. Oh, yeah. 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 You're the only thing that's moving. Why isn't it stabilized? Right. Yeah. Turn that off, Laura, I think, or someone.
I just muted him, so maybe that's okay. Mute nor is hard. It's hard to mute. <laughs> I can't mute the whole page. So. Yeah, I think it just you're looking right at it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me quit this. All right. Let me. Uh, so. Yeah. That's yeah. It gives me a different frame. We have to. We got the. Oh, it's good now. It's done. All right. So anyone? Hey, Mike Clark. Nice to see you, bro. Yep. Bill Church, here, Paul. Paula, Kathleen, Dana, Jonathan Love, Frank G, David B, Topher, Ken, Miyak, Axel, Kenneth, everybody. Very nice to see everyone today. Uh, it's like coming home to my little home Zoom, my home zoo. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, we're here. It feels like home. It's appropriate. <laughs> I'm at my house. Oh wow! Look at Nora and Amelia. That scared me. <laughs> Nor B B B B B B. Yeah. Hey, anyone have any questions? If not, uh, just go back to the basics. Like today, I had to speak at this group, and the topic of the day was like a day long thing, not for me, but for the people, and uh, it was addiction to self okay so needs to have warnings exactly because when you read addiction to self there's a sense that it's you that's addicted to self yes and that you shouldn't be addicted to self so you gotta do a lot of shit to break the addiction to self which is the addiction to self yeah so yeah, before you go off into anything, you have to have the right warnings, or it's going to be you're going to see it differently. It's and this message is not an order, it's not a draft. We're not saying you have to do this or who knows. You don't have to do shit really, because basically this too shall pass. This whole event and nothing's ever. It's like nothing ever happened. It's just like when we go to sleep at night. Are you worrying? There's a point when you're asleep, there's no Paul whatsoever there. That's the joy. You get relief from Paul. Yeah. You get relief from Ali enough that you can put up with Alia for another day. Can you imagine if you had sleep deprivation, you'd have an overload of Ali. That would be the problem. You would be blaming the sleep, but it's really the absence of Ali while you are asleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's what sleep deprivation deprives us of is that vacation from Ali. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a true. So, so this happened with me. I heard non-duality, uh, like I heard every other topic. There was me that heard it and then it moved me or not. And then shoulds came up and I better, uh, let me buy another book, a bigger book. I'm going to sign up for it. I can't just go for a Friday. It's gonna, I need the whole week. I'm going to sign up for the week and approached it like I approached everything else. And then hearing the message would question that approach. Yeah, it would say, who is it that showed up here? Just like when it's always a, a, a topic of debate where people want to know, 
is there free will or is it all predetermined? And then some people are slicker. They go, is there free will in the predetermination? So in other words, it's predetermined, but the free will is built in there, but it's predetermined. And so Ram, Ramana was, it was a question and answer in this little booklet. And Ramana, I felt it was a perfect answer. He said, uh, wow. Oh, Matthew, great to see Matthew. Yeah, come on in. Hey, honey, come here. We got some dogs now. Come in. We got the dogs just showed up. Yeah, there we go. We're not doing well financially, so I have to watch dogs on Saturday now from one to five. I'm sorry. Dogs are running around. Just put up with it. Put up for a while. Yeah. So his answer was beautiful. If you just follow it. So he diverts right from the free will and predetermination and goes to the real point. If there's a sense of individuality, yeah? If there's a sense of individuality. Now, does that mean a sense of individuality verifies that there's an individual? No. A sense can be manufactured, just like you can take a drug and you'll have a different sense of something, yes? or. Here you are in a room, put on rose-colored glasses, you see it differently. Matthew, you're all cleaned up and shit. You went to the stylist. Oh, That's wow. good, yeah. <laughs> Unless you've been driving a very fast motorcycle. Puts it right there. So, <laughs> so, so he goes, if there's a sense of individuality, there'll be a sense of free will. Now, everyone that seemed to be at that meeting wanted was concerned about the free will, but not the sense of individuality. The sense of individuality is what produced the inference, the interest in the sense of free will. And it would have been the horse is out of the barn and there goes the meeting because now it's going to be the, the what's going to be subtly established is there is a you and the you either has free will or it's predetermined. But the you has now gotten established and then the talk goes. Yeah. Instead, he just pulls the rug right from out from underneath him. Doesn't say a word about free will individual or predetermination. He says, if there's a sense of individuality, there's going to be a sense of free will. Yeah. So you can go to an uh, uh, no will meeting for a week, and then when you go to Baskin and Robbins, you're going to feel like you have a choice. There's going to be a sense that. You yeah. went in there thinking you wanted to have vanilla, then you changed to mocha. Yeah. <laughs> and then therefore the whole week of evidence going to the wrong thing just gets disputed like that. It's not that which is taking itself to have free will is not going to get it doesn't have free will. It's pointless to even talk to it, to it. But to talk about it is great. So when you see that which believes it has free will is not you, the interest in that question is lost. You don't care about free will or predetermination. You're more concerned with, is there anyone there? Because again, you see the degree of importance drops unbelievably the more you go out yeah, from the point. Yeah? And then this can get more and more important as the point goes farther away. When in fact, coming here, the, the point of all that doesn't mean shit. This is your established condition. Yeah. And then if the head goes there and the head goes here, you did not go there, you did not go here. 
though the language says what the head does is what you're doing, it's not true. Yes? The, because the brain, as it says in the Course in Miracles, is interpreting this whole event to the body of which it is a part. So the brain is interpreting the act of doing as there must be a doer and that which was done. Yeah? That is programmed. That's not, it's mechanical. It's not AI. It's not going to advance. You might as well get off that dead horse. It's not going to, it's not going to get it. That's the great news. The great news in non-duality is failure. Yeah. With the complete opposite reaction to it, which is hallelujah. Instead of failure and meaning I got to do more, do this. No, the failure is, is the success. Yeah. Because it explains completely why you don't get it because you are it. Yeah. Why all your arrivals are always greeted with on having never left. Yeah. So every time you arrive, it's as if you actually never left because you never left. Yeah. And so after a while, the mental logic gets pierced and shit comes in and shit goes out. Yeah. And now blue gets established as blue and red gets established as red. And you're very clear there's a something else that's talking as if it's you. Yeah. And you're clear that it's a something else. You're not even interested in what it is. You're interested in what it's not and that it's not you. That's that's where I felt the, the weight of the interest went. As soon as it was like, not me, I lost a lot of interest in it. Yeah, I didn't want to have, I didn't want to know what I am. I just want to know what I'm not. Because I humbly believe I always am what I am. As they said in, in, I think the Bible, when they talked about what God said about itself, it says, I am that I am. Yeah, so I am that I am. Yeah? So the I am is it. The I am is that I am. There's no more discussion. There's no, you know, there's a lot more coming. No, it's not I am and then da 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 da. No, I am that I am. Simple. Yeah, you can have that grounding. Yeah, it does. It, you have that grounding because it's true. This has been my humble experience. This became the last answer because it's the last answer, and actually, it's the first answer. And the first answer, to, it answers all the drive to get an answer. Yeah, the re I thought if I knew something, it would help me get somewhere or get something. But in this fact, knowing something can't be applied to what we are because so we're being it. All the the quickest maps is like GPS. Almost all GPS now are just going to show you the quickest uh, way. Yeah unless you punched in like scenic, but usually it's like the quickest way, that's all their, that's their agenda and then this and that. See, but this isn't, you're not looking for the quickest way anymore. There's no way, yeah? So you finally stop and then there's an establishing and then you're in this, you know, the fucking rivers moving, shit's happening, this and that, yeah? But that sense, of that I am, just like we talked about with using the example of you have a home and then you go to work. By going to work doesn't make you forget you have a home. Yeah. You're at work, which is not the home, but not being at the home doesn't make you forget that you have a home. This is a different kind of knowledge. It doesn't need to be right in front of you to know it. Yeah. It's knowing. 
as a knowing of it. So you know you have a place to go home to. And no matter if if the work goes over time, more time doesn't dissuade you of that. Or if you have to go farther away to work, distance doesn't uh, dissuade you from that. So time and space do not have a play. Yeah, because you know something. This is what the I am is like. It puts out a sense of knowledge before acquiring knowledge. It's like a pulsating something that if you're on a wavelength, you're going to hear it. Yeah. Or there's going to be a hearing of it. You're not going to hear it. You're going to be what's heard about, really. Yeah. And then the whole thing's going to flip around instead of you trying to find out about a lot of shit. A lot of shit's going to be about finding out about you. <laughs> and the study and the work goes down when you study about you because it's become it becomes obvious you've had enough samples that you know all of it is not you yeah there is a point where it leaps you don't have to get every evidence every day to hit like a critical mass then it's forgotten and then you have to build up evidence next day no this knowing travels through time yeah you travels through time you don't have to remember the same thing the next day you're in a remembrance let's say of it yeah, yeah. So now you're walking around doing whatever's happening, but there's a, a vague but very strong sense you're always here. Always here. You're never gone. You're always here, asleep, awake, you know, whatever, you're here. So there's this here that isn't predetermined by outer conditions. It's that which is unconditional. Yeah. You're here and now. And then obviously you start seeing that every activity that goes on never escapes the here and now, ever. When you're worrying about the future, you're not in the future worrying about it. You're worrying about it now. When you're going over the past, you're not in the past. Even though you believe, oh, I time traveled to the past, you're not. You're here now, and you're always here now. Yeah. So it was wild that they had to make a book, Be Here Now, <laughs> implying how out to lunch we are. I mean... And then maybe made people made it into a path and efforting. Just do it look like I'm being here now? Wait, wait a minute. Now, now tell me when I've. You can tell I'm not being here now. Can you tell when I'm being here? Now? It's get wait. I left my 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 anus. I left my sphincter muscle. I let go. Uh, be here now. No. Every all the hijinks cannot escape the be here now. What's the great wisdom of no escape? That's the great wisdom of no escape. Yeah. There's no escape from the here and now, and you can't get out of what you're not in. Yeah. So the whole drive to, to find what you are by using it to look for itself yeah. So the drive to get in of what you're not, to get into what you're not out of and to get out of what you're not in shifts. Yeah. It just does. It doesn't have to be shift. It's just an imagined posture that you see through. The horse has never been behind the cart. You have been seeing it as if it's behind the cart. That's true in this dreaming, but only in the dreaming. When there's a coming to, it, you recognize the horse is always in front of the car. The car cannot move without the horse. It's just a car. Yeah. The car's not moving the horse. The horse is moving the car. 
It doesn't go horse moving, cart, cart moving horse. No, it doesn't switch. It's, it's very clear. And when things rearrange, you realize they've always been this way, truly. So now when you go back to the seeing things differently, there's that understanding, an underlying sense of what's so while your head is trying to make sense of what's not so. They're just You'll find it sooner or later. It's going to percolate and it's going to grow and it's reliable. Yeah. So when you see this too shall pass, we have an old AA uses it a lot. You realize, yes, everything you included, this too shall pass. It's just, it's just you know, as soon as they're coming in, they're going out. It's just the way it goes. This too shall pass. But what can, the only thing that could actually say that is that which doesn't pass. It's not saying I too shall pass. It says this too shall pass. So that which I can witness and see is going to pass. That which is seeing and witnessing is not going to go to, not going to come to pass. Yes. Now you have that, not as an intellectual trick, but you established. It has a sense like firmament almost. You know, you build a house on something solid. It feels like it. Yeah. Yeah. This guy bought this house and there's a river under it. If there's almost like a lake. And so they're pumping it all the time. You walk by the house, it's, like, it's gurgling up because, and he didn't know it when he bought the house, but there's like a lake under the foundation. So his concerns isn't, he doesn't come and look at the house. He looks this, he looks at the ground. That's getting closer. Yeah. Getting closer because the house is dependent on what it's resting on. didn't know what was going on there. Now the price of the house has gone very, yes, is exactly, wow. Yeah. So this is like first things first in a way. What is before everything, yeah, is the starting point. We're not an afterthought. We are before thought, yeah. We're not an afterthought. We're before thought. So now you have the eyes to see. It's just your positioning is off, in the, so to speak. Yeah, because the awareness has been told that you are the Alpha and Omega. And when you look back, all you see is you. So basically, the whole it's your own nature is hidden in a sense by this mental activity, because this before isn't this is not the beginning of anything. This isn't the beginning of anything. So there is a before and you would call the before not of time. So the timelessness of what we are, can we can see from there, it's not me and you seeing, but there's a seeing from there of the manufacturing in time of what we're not. And all you have to do, not herald what you are, chant what you are, praise what you are, just tell the truth about what you're not. And then you'll be the praising of what you are. You'll be the, yes, yes. It won't be like a call for, it's not like, oh, I see what I'm not, and now I start looking for what I am. No, there's only one move. You see what you're not, and there's no looking for what you are because you are what's looking. Yeah? So out of this dualistic movement, it's been extinguished. There's only one movement. You see what you're not. There's not a switch now you'd start seeing what you are. You don't. You see what you're not, and you are the seeing of what you're not. Yeah? So there's no two. So the not two has been negated. Yeah, and there you are. Yeah, as always. And it's good. To, it's 
you know, the head is untethered and it's just roaming around the seas of yesterday and tomorrow. And it, all of its anchors don't grab anything. And it's being buffeted by all this shit and that. There's going to be an irritable, restless discontent. And there's going to be a drive to seek for fucking relief. Because it seems like the natural thing to do. And that movement of seeking is going to hide you are that which you're looking for. Yeah. So when this message establishes what you're not, and then you see a migration of interest from there, where you could never see that from self because self was full of interest. It can't see itself in lack of interest because there's nothing to see, literally. Yeah. So now you're seeing that which you used to look from and the fear that and the anxiety that which we used to look from provokes isn't being provoked anymore. You still may have the tremors and the shit in the body still stored. But in fact, you're not you're not at the effect of it as much. You grow out of it. Yeah. 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 And now you learn you can face life successfully. And basically my idea of life getting great was that everything was gonna go my way. But my idea now is that I'm going to travel through whatever life has in store for the action figure in a lighter version. Yeah. And to me, that's workable. The other thing was just magical thinking, you know, like, oh, everything, yeah, no, no. Well, incredibly self-centered, yeah. So. Here I can just sing that song and just, and I have a bad voice, but a few notes and everyone starts singing along. When you meet a new group, you've got to sort of go over the chorus and, you know, and here comes the crescendo. Wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> here it's just like, oh, I've heard this song before. And then you can go right into it. Yeah, this is the beauty of satsang. Satsang can make you familiar to that which most of the day isn't being made familiar. Yeah, so you take a break, you come to satsang, you feel different, there's no heavy lifting, yet something gets lifted, and, and you start recognizing there's other ways this place can move. Yeah, there's other ways it can go. It doesn't have to go this one fucking well-worn, you know, fucking trough. It can, this groove, it can break, not break out, it, it just moves out. Yeah, because the pull to pull that water down that tributary has been broken. You don't think you're the sea anymore. You don't think you're the ocean. You don't think you're the source of everything. You know you're the source of everything or something else. You don't think it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm stoked. I'm getting uh, intoxicated by the uh, incense. It's good. The dogs are great. They Now they're in the dog, dog world. Look at them. They're, they're having a great time. They're meeting each other. She's like, ah, da, 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 da. the other one's like, what the fuck? Doesn't matter. They, you can tell the older one and the younger one. Yeah. <laughs> so here, you're the older satsangers and the younger satsangers. Tons of questions. What? What? Bah, 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 bah. Here, no questions, you know. You smell the ass. You smelled the ass already. It's like, just like, yeah. You know where all the shit comes from. You're clear it's not you. Yeah, you just enjoy the satsang. So, all right, Mike. Uh, yeah, let's open it up. Okay. Anybody want to wave their hand? Yeah, Norm, Norm may have a question, but if let's see if you have a question out here. Anybody want to go before Norm? Please, please. 
Uh, David. David. Oh, Who steps oh, in, oh. steps up. <laughs> David. All right, David. No, no, you're next. David, what's going on? No, I just was was curious. So when you're talking about that and, and you're talking about what you're not, um, I was wondering if you could riff on like creativity because what you are being ourselves reality is, is in the process of, you know, creation and, and manifestation. It's a creative process. And um, I've also noticed that, you know, the same old patterns of identification can flow through that as well. And I just wondered if you could riff a little bit on like on creativity. That makes sense. One thing I like, I like the way the Course in Miracles uses the word cre create and make. It mm -hmm. says the mind of God can only create and the mind of man makes. Right. So make, we make stuff. Makes. Yeah. 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 And yeah. the whole point is the making is a, is a process without without a need of a maker so you just question the maker right. which yeah. is going to be you is going to be claimed by the head through the making so if there's some making going on you're going to be seen as the maker then you take that step you see you're not the maker and it'll probably be easier for the making to go on hmm. yeah and then you don't own the product at the beginning of it nor at the end of it huh. this is what happened with me i got it very strongly because I was totally insane, got mm. sober in 1988, 91, a guy had a, this meeting and he wanted me to lead the meeting. And I didn't think I had was equipped to do it. Yeah, because oh. from my view of me as me, I didn't seem, I think that disqualified me from many things, right? So he said, no, no, just go there and start doing it. So third year I took this, this uh, thing and it was based on this, very important step called the fourth step, which is taking an inventory of really the manifestations of self and how you've been defeated by them in your life. It's really about recognizing the foreignness that has been running your life and telling the truth about its manifestations, because that's how you see what has defeated you through the manifestations. So the common ones would be resentment, anxiety, or fear, and harming other people in the pursuit of what I want. So being inconsiderate and selfish. Yes. So you would do this with the point, not to see what you did, but to see what self had done through you, this idea of self. Very clearly a difference. Yeah. And it brought a lot of knowledge to you. Very much a lot of knowledge. So I was running this thing, and basically it was just like study hall. When I got there, people were doing a written inventory and I, do you have a pencil? Here's a racer, you know, walk around and see, you know, B plus, you know, like that. And then I was hearing a lot of information because I was open now. I was available and information was catching up to me. And I was just like fucking going off. Like life was just exploding me. So the meeting changed a lot where people would bring the pen and paper. We did no more writing. And I just emphasized the foreignness of what had defeated us. Yeah. I saw self represented something foreign to me and I was going to look at its manifestations in my life. So I could see they weren't my manifestations and place the onus on that, which had defeated me, not carry that defeat as a doer for 40 fucking years in sobriety. Yeah. 
And there was so much support in that view that was very rarely talked about, that you're driven by a hundred forms of fear, let's say. That implies you're not the driver, yes? You're going to have self-imposed crises, not you imposing it. This idea of self is imposing calamity in your life quite a lot. Yeah? And the fact is, every time we're being defeated by its manifestations, we're calling them ours. So it, humbly to me, it wrapped itself into the head, which we're relying on, is in the act of being identified as this idea, pictured as a thing, but the ideas that are pictured as a thing as doer, thinker, seer, hearer, feeler, taster, toucher, yes? Oh. All that. So all those activities are represented by an image called this body. Yeah. I saw it like that, and that there was relief. Because I found, as soon as I saw that which has defeated me as not me, I could be free from it. Wow. It was like it was like living in a house, and the front door was locked with like 12 locks, and I couldn't get it out, but the back door was wide open. I just didn't know there was a back door. I needed to hear it. I didn't hear it from people. I got it from a download, but I looked at the back door, and, and the door was fucking open. Why the fuck am I trying to get out this way when I can get out this way? Exactly. I was trying to get out of self as self. I was in the act of being identified as self. Was I identified as self? No, I'd never been. But I was I was entertaining the act of being identified as self with great faith. Yeah. And therefore, when self manifested in my life through me, I called them mine. I was bound to this idea of self and it was fucking choking the life out of me. And I saw the bound, the bondage, let's say the chain and looked just like your chain, the other alcoholic at the meeting or the other addict. And I saw the commonality of the defeat, even though it's taken very uniquely personal, it's a common defeat. Many, many people get taken over by this driver. Yeah. And this driver, yeah, it's like one of these, driverless cars and and this car is this car of self is a driverless car but you you picture you driving it it's not you driving it it's self it's self-driven and you're driven just like everyone else gets driven and it was so obvious in our community that a lot of people i know everyone thinking unique and everything they all end up in the same three parking places institution jails and death and you're going Wait a minute, we all start out on these unique journeys and we end up at the same fucking place. There's got to be one driver that's driving the fleet. It was clear as day and it's never not been clear ever since then. So there I was doing those talks and I was in a lot of different conditions. I had, you know, early on, I think at that age, I was probably before that, but I had it, you know, when you took an AIDS test back then, it took three weeks. So you finally suited up and became responsible for you in the past. And then you had to wait three weeks to find out. So you could have really not had a good time those three weeks because I was into Venus Una, uh, user. I looked like a prime candidate to have it, but I was engaged in this thing. And none of that shit came up. I was in all these different conditions and I would go to the meeting and the prior condition would override all the contemporary conditions. Yeah. So something would move through me that didn't need me to give it permission to move through me. 
Yeah. In other words, I didn't have to have a matching condition for this condition to express itself. It did it every fucking Monday for 16 years. And I had been, I was in a lot of different Mondays and a lot of different conditions in those Mondays. Yet, if I just was willing to show up, it would come through. So it became very clear I had absolutely nothing to do with this. And it stuck since I've, you know, then I got into the glorious career of non duality inviting and shit, man. My head could have gotten swollen, but of course, I didn't. My band died. I, I play at, you know, fucking empty bars and shit. So just. <laughs> <laughs> my head <laughs> couldn't expand that much because no one listening to me to begin with. <laughs> and then when after I talk, people would just have their overriding view. It didn't matter what I say. <laughs> so it doesn't, man. It doesn't. You just say it from this. It's just a it's it's a it's a drive to express. Yeah. And it's actually, I must have needed satsang quite a lot because I've been on a lot of satsangs. I have. I've never missed. I've never missed a Paul Hedeman meeting, ever. Yet I've never attended one, which is great. That's the good things. So, yeah. So luckily, that was easy for me because it was obvious something was coming through, and it had, wasn't under my ownership or my my corporate brand or anything like that. And uh, so that get, and because we're small, it keeps gives you the liberty of just being chilled. Yes, yes. Can you imagine if someone thinks you're the messenger, you're the message, and then you go into dementia? It's happening all over. Noah just talked about it. Some person with all this thing, and now they don't know if their pants are in the front or the back. Mm -hmm. They're completely out to lunch. It wasn't a person. No one was that. No one has been that as a person. Ever. Yeah. So the person may have four cameo appearances. It may be a nice kid from a nice family, then go fucking crazy, then do this and then go into dementia. That was the rollout of the action figure. So people get surprised when someone they thought was enlightened now is demented because they weren't enlightened and they're not demented. There's just the expression of enlightenment and the expression of dementia. There's no owner. There's no one behind there doing it and should have not done it. Yeah. Oh, I, I chose to become dementia. No, it just happens. Yes. So the freedom is from the ownership of things. Yeah. The freedom is, and I don't mean the ownership of like cars. I mean the ownership of thoughts, the ownerships of feelings, the ownership of actions, the ownerships of opinions, the ownership of all this. Yeah. That's where the looseness is, not in changing your opinions, but be, losing interest in having an opinion, being the one who has an opinion. Yes. You can never imagine it because where we're imagining the absence of it is the presence of self. So the, while we're presently seemingly in self, we're trying to imagine what it would be like with its absence. You can't because just, you're, you're the biggest head in the picture. Yeah, but when life, when the interest that's making your life moves, almost like a huge migration and starts going places you never would have ever come up with to direct it that way. Yeah, and then you just are really almost like a, an experiment and then you the experiment can observe the experiment and you realize, Jesus Christ, that was it. The bondage of self. 
because you've been relieved of it. And therefore you come here and you feel pretty, obviously my coming here could, is not based on my condition. If I, if it was, I wouldn't have come here quite a lot of times. But because I just come here because the, the action figure will put its seat down and turn on the Zoom and there you go. And to the action figure, it's like a big hole. Nothing happens for it this hour or so. Yet what's cool is everything is concerned with is forgotten also. So if I have pain or something else, that's all forgotten. When it's forgotten, all that it's remembering is forgotten. It's great. Now it wants to forget all that it's remembering, but still being remembered. But when you lose interest in it, you lose interest in what it's remembering. Because what it's remembering is to have interest in it. And so I always, since I first started doing it, whatever condition I was in, it would be removed. I would forget it for that hour or so. And maybe I'd get a half hour bonus when I left. And then the shit would come back. Yeah. But I kept seeing it over and over again. I'd be super fucking ill. And then I didn't feel anything. And as soon as I left the head, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there was a loss of interest in self. And then I started feeling what I was feeling doing the talks, but I wasn't the feeler of it, but I do. I feel it more than when I had that grace of absence. I feel my condition now because it's not my condition. Yeah. So it was, I had to give a free sample of it not being so, and now it can be so because it's not so. Yeah. You yeah. see it? Yeah. Yeah. So just stick around, especially you're going to get this, Good desserts and coffee. And uh, for the people in the Zoom, hey, move to Novato. Move to Novato. Make a pilgrimage. Make a pilgrimage. Visit us. Yes. Yeah. All right. Anyone, Mike? Jonathan Love has raised his hand. That's not actually true. A virtual hand went up. Jonathan Love has not raised their hand. Oh, no. Sorry. I try to. Oh, no. Hey, I, 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 this is pretty good because I've held this question for three weeks. So there. All right. Let's go. That's a good. But yeah, that, um, that sense of individuality and the sense of choice that comes from it. I was feeling three weeks ago and it keeps you know feeling itself whenever this is this example is mentioned that what that what that also is is the avoidance of of uh the deathless of Gabriel. like it's 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 a kind of active apparently active avoidance it's 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 yeah. not just passive it's actually what we do to stay away from the moment well, yes, that is very active all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Until the habit is formed, then it can look like it's passive, but it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's it's a lot of work to to be constantly in the moment and uh, denying that. It's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. So this is what the Course says when there's a denying of what you're not. And if you walked up to anyone today, walking around and you say, ha, ah, I caught you in the act of denying what you are. No, they would, what? I'm just going to the store. But there was a you going to the store and the store going was being used to reinforce the you. And in a sense, that act was a denial of what you are. 
Yeah. So it says here very, we just read it here, uh, active in the active denial of what you are and then firm in faith in this something else that your head has made to be yourself. Right. Right. And now you take it. Why wouldn't you? You you have confidence in it because you gave it the job and you don't think you're a complete loser and asshole. And then it's informing you of how it sees life and you wouldn't suspect. But now you do. Usually because the shit hit the fan. And the failedness leaked through and you realize something I'm relying on or as is not working. It's failed. Now, usually that propels you to work on it. And I hope that you hit non-duality where you'll question that which is demanding work on it and see you're not that. Seriously. Because the thing the, is, what looks like decisions continuing to be made don't feel like decisions anymore. But they don't stop. Those decisions... No, of course not. You're an action you figure. You always said they smooth out. They You're an action right figure, yes. Yes. See, not being an action figure doesn't stop the action. Right. This is what happens when people, they hear that they're not the doer. They think that just happened. Oh, I'm not the doer now? And then it's, oh, I'm going to just lay on a couch all day. No, you've not been a doer the whole time. All the doing that right. you call your life was happening. It's not like you just, it's just stop now. Yeah, I'm not the doer? <laughs> Sleeping, was, that scary? Was, was that ever super scary for you? I mean, for me, a lot of my core, whatever you want to call it, um, resistance is is fear of that. It's yeah. like fear of Well, let's say you had fear for nine months straight. Get something either you something was going to break yeah either the spell of that fear around it would break or you die or yes yeah. and so basically if you see the person still here something happened well nowadays it's more like those horror shows you like so much well yeah show, it's really a fear fear show not a real fear well the horror show is a way of escaping the horror show we're in yeah yeah. I mean, what better way to escape a horror show than watch another horror show? <laughs> <laughs> seriously. I mean, serious. I mean, what people, what in this dreaming, the dreaming is, you know, can get pretty fucking rude in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, so you do have a practice. I'll practice as horror. But the problem is, it's hard to, yeah. I have to go back to old reliables like the <laughs> autopsy of Jane Doe, which I recommend. <laughs> Autopsy of Jane Doe is very good. So yeah. No, I just like horror movies. Yeah. Like a little kid. I used to I watched we had a show in uh Long Island in New York called Million Dollar Movie. It was on Channel Nine, and it's all it did was show old movies. So they had absolutely no production costs. <laughs> they just showed the same movie. And so you could see King Kong like 30 times in a week. They play the same week movie every every other hour, and then all the whole Saturday Sunday. So basically, you had a whole week of King Kong. <laughs> I swear to God. So and it was a channel. I mean, it was probably some guy living in a cave and had a PO box getting all this money because they didn't do shit. There's no oh, this is a new no, just old movies just play you to death. And you're a kid, so you're watching you know the eye that. You know, there was like the terror from outer space. I saw that 30 times. So he'd see this shit and they'd have a guy come out of a coffin and he'd be the announcer and they'd have four straight horrorish movies in a row and tons of, yeah. So, Bob. 
<laughs> I wanted to escape since I was young. Now I've escaped by uh, the wisdom of no escape. Seriously. I have escaped here with the wisdom of no escape. I have. I remember it was almost, I saw it in a way, it finally ended in a way. My head was hell bent on splitting fear. Not killing myself, but going somewhere better or whatever you believed. And it had a strong drive. And uh, and then it just ended. And uh, then I was really, I was really here being really here. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. But it, it was a battle for years. It really wanted to go. That's every time I shot drugs and shit was the same thing. I just wanted to get out of here. We were actually were overdosing on purpose because I really didn't want to kill myself, but I wouldn't have mind dying through an inner overdose. I wouldn't have. I mean, I did it so many times. The only reason that stopped you was because at that point of being high, you couldn't, you were shaking. So someone else would have to shoot you up and that someone else would be looking at you and then see your eyes and not push the whole thing in. <clears throat> they knew better. You wanted the whole shot. You were definitely going to die. And they saw you, start, and then they didn't pull it. And then you'd be pissed at them. Did you know you were overdosing? Though? Oh, yes. When you were overdosing. Did, did you actually know I'm overdosing when you were overdosing? Or is it just like dying? You weren't there. No, what the thing with the coke is you'd start flapping like a fish. It would almost kick you off a, your chair and you'd be really tripping. And the only thing that would stop it would be whoever, if I was with my girlfriend, her, she'd put her hand on my shoulder and would keep me here. So during but she you didn't. were conscious. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was hoping to get a 30 second break before I died. I really did. I thought I'd be free of Paul and still be here for 30 seconds or something. And it seemed worth it. So well, you, you never got the break. You just got the. No, I didn't. I woke up and the cops were there. Wow. And the same fucking wow. movies played. <laughs> so when I say you can't escape from an imaginary place, I have a lot of evidence. I have a it's that's evidence based, you know, advice. I'm not coming out of a book. Evidence based. I attempted to transcend this place in a lot of mechanisms spirituality high fucking peak hallucinations deprives meditating 13 hours a day tons of shit and i'll tell you you can't escape from an imaginary place as an imaginary person so the great wisdom of no escape is there's no escape from an imaginary place so finally i landed here and i I opened up here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm he I'm completely here. Which was mind-boggling because I was always checking out. Always. Every second. Yeah. I'd be at a party, I'd have a book, I'd be reading the book. It's just fucking out. Yeah. Now completely here because I cannot not be here. Yeah. And the true grace is really realizing if this was me, the urban renewal project would never end. But it's not me. That's the great relief. I got relief here as me by realizing I'm not me. Right. It brought about the greatest relief for the me to be to have been realized as not me. 
really. The action figure has been thriving. My health changed. A lot of shit changed. I can't believe it. Seriously. Everything got so much better when I I wasn't there. <laughs> and the fact is, I wasn't there to start with. Right. This wasn't a new revelation. It was an old fucking denial. Really. It doesn't say... It says in denying what we are. It doesn't say you're not what you are. There's a denying of what you are. They're different. So what you are is always there. There can be an act of denying what you are, but that doesn't erase what you are. It doesn't Did you deny make it extinct. Because you wanted to enjoy what, what you're not for a while? Hmm? Did you deny what, what you are because you wanted to enjoy what you're not for a while? No, I think for me, I didn't know any better. I didn't know, you know, I had a voice. Well, you want me to get into it? This is all a story. But when I was young, I lost my very two important people when I was nine, my father and my grandma. My grandmother lived with us. She brought me up basically with my mother and my father. And my father I was my father. So they died when I was nine years old. Now, when, before they die, only a couple months between Yep. So I had a, a nun, a sister at school called Sister Marie Neal. Sister Marie Neal had the, her desk and I was in the, a line with her desk. And I was like the third seat. Yeah. And I remember I was went in there every day, sat on that third thing. Then I had these things happen. And then when I came back to school and I sat in there, Sister Marie Neal was like fucking miles away. She was in the same physical location, but I was way gone. I mean, I had taken shelter from the head, seriously. And she looked like she was millions of miles away. I wasn't hearing fucking anything. I was just listening to the head. Unbelievable. Yeah. So this is, and that head is like the God of an Old Testament. It's a very jealous God. It doesn't want to brook any other possibility. And I didn't, I had no idea. Just I thought I had one one voice telling me what to do, and it was on my side. And it was looking out for me. Obviously, that wasn't the case. But I had to get my ass kicked. I don't know what brought it about. I don't think anything brings it about. It may look like it's brought about, but it already is, so it can't be brought about. But in the narrative, it looks like something happened and you were brought there. But when you're there, you realize it's always been the case. And it was basically a possibility. Just like I was introduced when I saw it as foreign in recovery, I saw the possibility of being free from it became available. It was handcuffed when I was trying to be free as it. It was. I was trying to be free as that which I wanted to be free from. That needed to be corrected. Once it was corrected, it was clear, I'm not that. And I started to have, live a life of being relieved from that idea of self. And then non-duality was the clincher. I wasn't looking for non-duality. I had no idea of non-duality. I just heard people talking about these meetings in Berkeley. This lady Neelam was given a talk and I went to, that's the first satsang I went. Didn't hear a word she said. She spoke very very human hero, really. But I felt the presence of someone and was like an unspoken yes. And then ran into a book by who, Ramesh Bausakar, who cares? And then I was off and running because I'd be reading it and my mind would get stopped because 
what they were describing, I had never heard. You are what you're looking for. What? Because I was definitely driven by looking for a lot of shit. This was a message that was so beautiful. You are what you're looking for. What a fucking relief. You know? Just incredible. And it just was followed by more relief. And now the relief is normal. I have relief in the relief. Yeah? I have experiences when pain gets relieved, but the relief is, yes? There's a relief as a condition, a base, and then there's relief in things, yeah? That relief that used to be irritable, restless, and discontent is just, it's satisfied and content, yeah? You can rest your head there and get some rest and some peace. Yeah, this is all the reason why we're passing this on. If something had worked for me, I would have shared that. But this is how it worked. I had a little bit of interest. I had a ton of evidence. I just needed the right understanding. And for in this case, the right understanding was non-duality. Now, a lot of non-duality, I don't believe, is being presented in a non-dual way. I think it's presented in a dualistic way. And it's easy to see you're going to have to do something and do this and do that. I'm just not a believer in that. Yeah, I'm not. So, but if there's there's going to be doing and use the doing to see that there's not a doer, what better way to use doing than to invalidate the idea of being the doer? That's what's the beauty of this is you're going to use that which used to support the story of you as the negation of the story of you. Yeah, not changing anything, just how you receive it. Instead of receiving it as me and I don't want to be that I need to do this you're going to receive it as not you and the, the effects are hugely different yeah this is what the gift of non-duality is the gift of non-duality says you already have the gift it does it says it's been sitting under the tree for all these fucking years here's the way to open it yeah and to me the way is negation when you were, when I was a kid, we used it today. Every week, because we were in Catholic school, they'd have an hour where they went over God, you know, and they they'd always have the three qualities of God: He's omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. Yeah, so He's all powerful, all knowing, and He's everywhere. And I was eight years old, seven years old, nine years old. I was amazed. Why am I not bumping into God? I seem to be here, and He's supposed to be all here. What I'm running into people I don't want to see. I can't seem to run into God. So obviously there's something going on that's obscuring the obvious fact that we are what we're looking for. To me, it seems to have more sway than the fact we are what we're looking for. So we need to hear a message about that so that we can just slide into we are what we're looking for. We need to have a description of what we're fucking not. Being what we are, in duality, we need a description of what we're not because we seem to be living as what we're not. Yeah? Simple correction. And the correction's not even needed because nothing ever really did anything to change that you are what you are. But in this dreaming, and you can, and this place can feel real, that separation, that weight, that timelessness can lay very heavy on you. And in a way, the great value here is to travel lighter, whatever life has in store for you. We don't know. 
the story of our lives. Yeah, we're going to have to greet it. And if you have the ability to travel lighter through it, it doesn't matter what you're going to travel light, travel through, you're going to do it lighter. This is the message, yes? It has great value here without any intending value here. Because we are the message, entertaining the message in time and space. And that beautiful message of what we are brings a lightness you can't find in time and space. It can be brought into time and space by us, but you can't find it in time and space. Everything's fucking moving on and on and on. Yeah. Yes. So here's the message. It's a joy because like the Course says, the best way to learn is to teach. And in AA, you have it by giving it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a wind. It's, it wasn't produced by the sail. You're a sail, I'm a sail. There's one wind blowing us, yes? I'm telling you what it's like to be blown by this wind so you can recognize what it's like to be blown by this wind. And how you want to, when you get established in that is through what, seeing what you're not. Because in time and space, it seems to have the upper hand. Being ourselves reality, the greatest mystery is still reality wanting to attain reality. That's what Ramana said, the greatest mystery, reality, reality, and Paul and Amelia, aka reality, wanting to attain reality. Yes, so, yeah. I went with it, and it's proven itself. I was welling, you know, spiritual pants fall down as they may. I just was. I just stepped out of them. And at one moment, I was looking for the next new person coming in town. I didn't go to another satsang. Just stopped. Really triggered by that guy, our friend, uh, Adyashanti, Chris's friend. I didn't know much. But I was at one of his talks. And he was from the Zen lineage and he said something and he started laughing. It was sound like a real authentic laugh. And he was saying, I'm like a man selling water by the river. Yeah. And then he says, it's even funnier that I'm like a man standing in the river selling water. I heard that and I left and that was that. Because I felt I finally felt the wetness that I am instead of the dry, the belief that I'm dry driving to get wet. I realized, fuck that, I'm wet. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm going to do some swimming in the river. I'm not going to buy water. <laughs> the last thing I'm going to do in the river is buy water. Yeah. The last thing I'm going to do is look for what I already am. That's the last fucking thing I'm going to do. There's no way that's happening. I've been convinced. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to ski i'm gonna dive under i'm gonna snorkel i'm gonna lay on my back i'm gonna fish but i ain't gonna buy water in the river <laughs> so all right thank you i think we're gonna call it a day eh? oh or or the pretty trees that are raising your hand the questions, yeah. the questions. where'd you go it's jonathan oh. love i think yes Oh, there it yep. is. There's well, my hand. <laughs> okay. Hey, Paul. And everybody. <clears throat> yeah, the, I was laughing at Adi Ashanti thing because I, I, I went to one of his talks in Santa Cruz 
and I was walking up there, I saw a friend of mine from work and I said, oh, did you come to see the man uh, standing in a lake in the rain selling water? She, she looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> uh, you lost the friend. No, no, no. She, she didn't save you a seat. Right. I actually, it was funny. That was, that was years ago, but I actually, there was no one around by his book table and I took one of his books. <laughs> oh, <boy>. yeah. <laughs> Confession. <laughs> but uh, no, this, this, this has I'll to call do with. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He'll say, so what? <laughs> He's counting those books that day. Right. Uh, I found them. I was going to share. I found him. He's got the name. Get this, Jonathan Love. Get this. Okay. Uh, uh, never. Uh, anyway, um, I've I've been talking to you about this and 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 following this the subtle command to uh, just see what I'm not. And so I, I, it was mostly focused on thoughts, and then and then I started to see it was. It was just pretty much everything, and through that exercise, it was, you know, it, it was fizzling, it was screaming, it was, um, and and it's and it still is because this this is, I I'm back to the dreaming and with that that metaphor really really worked. So I looked into that James guy that he was with Ramana for a long time. He explains things and the dream thing. And, and then I stopped, it kind of slowed down. I stopped seeing what I was not. And I just kind of flowed, went back in, into more just sentience and, yeah. and a lot of things and a lot of things calmed down. And, and, and I, I love the, the Ramana stuff because one thing I wanted to ask you about was, he said that between the inert body and pure consciousness uh, mysteriously arises um, this hybrid entity that um, I'm kind of paraphrasing him that has everything to do that is like repugnant about life, you know? And because, you know, I've, I've, I've been a real research head, too. And, and the, the things going on, I just like, I don't, I, I'm just like, <laughs> um, and so as a child, and then we start to, to claim, I, I'm seeing that as, as it's a form of in, like insanity. From what Ramana said, you know, the, the, the dream, I mean, for some people, they would just made just, just, just really dig it. But I went from like, you know, not liking, you know, the whole totalitarian thing and all that, the, the coming of age of, um, you know, the George Orwell and the, and the other guy, the brave new world it seems more like that to me, but yeah. It, it doesn't really it doesn't really uh, have much of a, a punch for me. I'm still not going to line up to you know be poisoned or you know or eat things with big long lists. But you know here I'm smoking an organic cigarette. You know, 
So it um it it seems like even it, it seems like you know and it can build up it seems like it's a real thing but i think it's just like the first stepping stone to just like insanity like ramana said just like everything that's just like but jonathan just, excuse me let me just jump in there yeah 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 i'm kind of done simple and just recognize uh because you know ramana would speak a lot of things and he would say you have the ball, you can run only so far, and then Grace picks it up. Right. And, and to tell you the truth, I think you can put the ball down really fast and Grace will pick it up. You don't have to run with it that far. Yeah? You got mm. the scent or the smell of it. You know the direction. Put the, the ball, the Grace isn't waiting for you to run a certain way. If you put the ball down now, it will pick it up. And so yeah. just yeah. we're just trying to keep it simple here because there is an activity that's going to go on no matter what, as long as you're alive. And that that activity of the selfing has been put to certain use and it can be put to another use. Instead of infer affirming itself constantly, its constant activity can negate itself because it's the audience that gives it the yay or nay, and we're the audience of awareness. And now we've been introduced to like self-inquiry by Ramana, which, and then, or just the recognition of all that's just going on. You're not doing it. You're not setting it up. You're not ba-da-da, but it's going on. And it has usually been reacted to in a certain way. That reacting to it is part of it. We're negating it now. We're not going to be playing a role of a cheerleader and then getting more orders of what we have to do or did, should have done in this and that. We're going to stop the fucking parade and there's going to be a negation. Yeah, We're going to use the same parade and, and arrive at a point which is before it, which is I'm not that. That's it. Yeah. So let's keep just keep it simple. The idea of this and then something first of all there's not a separate entity i don't believe there's any entities in dreaming dreaming there's an appearance of things but i don't think there are things that are appearing i just don't i think there's an appearance of things i'm a believer sort of like the course of miracle says the mind projects and then the body here perceives yeah so the dreaming is perceived through the lens of a body and we think it's reality yes but we are the dreaming and the dreaming is projecting. And then as the dreamt, we perceive it as if it's a real place. Yeah. Why argue with that? Just so you're not the dreamt. Instead of trying to convince the dreamt not to see what it sees real as unreal, just fucking see the unreality of the dreamt. It's much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a it's like a sinking back because I stop I stop like literally like I'm not that I'm not this that's not me da, 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 da. and it's more like I went the other way and it was more like oh there's sentience and then wow that yeah. just... whatever way it goes is temporary because whatever way whatever is on the way is no way so yeah okay. so it's gonna jump off away pretty fast yeah. Yeah. The way may be useful 
and no, but to the no way, the no way is what's relied on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I got to ask, we have a, someone asking here too. So Tommy has it. See. I'm just saying that the dreamt, knowing what you're not, the dreamt may is still going to live out the the role of the dreamt. Of and, course. And knowing what that may look look like, especially the dreamt. Yes. But you know. <laughs> yes. Right. Which allows it to go a little later. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not about taking life not seriously; it's taking self not serious. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll see how how serious life is or isn't. Yes. But there'll be certain certain uh, convinced ideas, which is you're always here and everything like that. Yes. I, I guess I'm saying, you know, and if the tiger jumps out of the bushes, run. That's right. Yes. <laughs> or if you're ready, I, then I, you I mean, you may not be, be but as a dreamt, you're going to run. The funny thing is, you would think so, but your dreamt may stay, and then you'll have an idea. What an asshole. I should have ran. <laughs> <laughs> Or you wanted to bring bring the movie to a close. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. You know, I love when we're trying to practice. You know, a rehearsal that last moment. I don't see. I don't. I've seen when I've been in a situation that's not familiar to the head, it jumps ship. Like when I had had COVID in Italy, the chest was burning, and my my head went through all the other illnesses it ever had, and it wasn't familiar. It said, bye-bye, just right, jump right. ship. Then there was no thought, I was just laying there. And then, you know, as when the thing, you know, the the thing blew over, it put the hat on again. Oh, aye, aye, Captain, <laughs> came back. Hey, wait a minute, you fucking jumped ship earlier. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so. Of course, we're action figures. That's uh, This is the thing. See, people, when they hear that they're not a doer, they think, I'm going to just lay on the couch for 24 hours. Have you? You've not been a doer your whole life. <laughs> there was doing going on. You There's never been a doer. It's not like it stopped and now you're in a phase of not doing. It's You've never been a doer. It's, a, it's just a... It's like... There you are with the dog, and now you're obsessed with the tail. The tail's been made up, and it's stuck in, and you're missing the whole experience of the dog by thinking that it's represented by the fucking tail. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully it runs its course. You get smacked well enough, and then you run into an understanding. Maybe you'll run into the understanding of non-duality whatever way it works. Maybe you'll un run into the understanding of non-duality at a non-duality meeting. I don't know, but this is an easier, softer way. Yeah. And the, and the support of satsang is incredible. It is. It's incredible that we, after hurting, we've all heard with the greatest sound, Stairway to Heaven. So we all start humming it. It sounds pretty fucking, ah. <laughs> yeah. It's like conjures it up all the time. It's nice, isn't it? It's nice to feel so light on a Saturday in, uh, up here in Nevada. We have a beautiful day and we got to go. Because we got to go outside. All right. Hey, can you hear me okay? What? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Right. I just wanted to add a 
clarification that within the when you say a man standing on the river selling water within the distinction of selling and giving you're more like a man standing in the water giving water you know to those that think that it needs to be given to especially in the context that you like your merchant stuff like you like selling books and t-shirts and you like your thrift shop deals <laughs> so thank you for the model of giving it away and not selling it yes yeah, see yes exactly yes i'm selling water in, uh, in the river i mean giving it away oh yeah <laughs> trying to give it away <laughs> I'm trying to give it exactly. <laughs> but everyone leaves dry. I can't, get I can't understand. I give them water and they're still dry, seemingly. Thirsty. You know, all this is going to be forgotten. You're going to the most you're going to be the clearest, most enlightened person while you're asleep. <laughs> Not as a person. So you only have a few hours. Be happy. Really? Be happy. Can you imagine if someone could promise, you know, all your concerns, everything, your body, your, the bad knee, everything that's concerning you will be forgotten. You'd pay a lot of fucking money for it. You just got to go to sleep. Yeah. Maybe have a Tempur-Pedic. <laughs> Tempur-Pedic, yeah. We should have Satsang beds. Yeah. Water Satsang. beds. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to Pillows, definitely. Satsang pillows. We'll have a little hands in the in the in the movement of bitch slap. And you lay your head on there. And at night you'll be getting bitch slapped. How's that? That's not bad. <laughs> People can claim uh they slapped all night. That'd be good. So hey, listen, I'm gonna go. Let's say goodbye to everyone. Nor I can't say goodbye to him. He's right here. So I'll see him later. Amelia's right here. Roman, you're you're here in spirit, Roman. You're one of our yeah. When you meet Roman, you're always in Rome, wherever you are. Yes, yes. It's very good. Terry and Camarillo, nice to see you, Terry. Andre. I don't know. Uh, this is uh, Miyak. Miyak. There she is. The old gang is here, Miyak. There's Chris and everyone. Matthew, the dog. Uh, everyone, yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got Andre, Vlad. Vlad. Everyone, Vlad's here. Portland. Yes, yeah. Vlad. Yeah, Vlad, yep. Kathleen. Uh, nice to see you, Vlad, as always. Yeah, we're going to be going to Portugal, Vlad. Don't worry. Yeah. No no, no doubt. Kathleen in Florida, I think. Nice to see you, honey. Yeah. Satsang will always make every day better. Yes, there you go. Alan O. Nice to see you, Alan. Saraswati. Yeah, Saraswati. What a pleasure to have Saraswati show up in our group. Very nice. Uh, let me see if I can move this. Good to be here. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. We got Don O'Connor. Yes, he's a he's not. I, I can know one thing about Don's location. It's not a Vipassana retreat. That's true. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, we got Miss Amelia Zoe Banks. Zoe in Japan. How is Zoe doing in Japan? It's wild and woolly here in Japan. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's good. It, it's good. It's a roller coaster getting used to everything. 
Yeah, it's an experience, eh? Yeah. 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 Well, you can always come back, bypass Arkansas, and come to Northern California. Yeah, I'm going to make a pilgrimage. Oh, good. good. <laughs> Let us know. I will. Seriously. All right. David Bitterman, always a pleasure, Dave. Kathleen Esther. Esther's good and good. Oh, she's doing well. Yes, good. Steve San Diego Topher, he has returned. Rob M. in Massachusetts. Lynn, always a pleasure. Ben, Jules on vocals. Christine and Kona. We'll have to visit Kona, honey. Go back there. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Amelia there. Let's see. Hold on. Go back to one. Oh, there's Kenneth. Nice to see Kenneth. Nice to see you. John K. We got, uh, oh, there's Nora and Tommy on the Zoom also. Hmm. Let's see. We've got uh, Axel, Kenneth, John K. Sherry. Nice to see Sherry in San Diego. Mike Clark. Thank you, Mike, for everything. Uh, Mike, as always, Mike Z. Bill Churchman, Vlad, Kathleen, everyone. Hey, thank you. Thanks so much. Uh Thank you. Wow.